You know what's happened, don't you? Hi guys, Steve here, you're listening to my podcast, 50 Uses for the Word Love, the podcast where every week I talk to a different guest about the wide constellation of feelings and emotions that make up the human condition, and how strange it is that in our English language they can all be appropriated or misappropriated over one limiting term, love. Today's guest is the ravishing Sam Lay. Sam Star really is on the up, and honestly, couldn't have happened to a nicer fellow. Which is not always the case. He's a hilarious comic dealing in candid storytelling, marinated in an effortless charm. His material has what I like to call a gentle bite. In 2016, he won South Coast Comedian of the Year, and in 2018, won Hastings Fringe Newcomer of the Year, and the Leicester Square Theatre New Comedian of the Year Award, which is huge. He also achieved one of the holy grails of stand-up comedy open micers by getting one of his jokes into the 40 best jokes of the Edinburgh Fringe list. He's coming to the Edinburgh Fringe this year, so you can go see him, along with comedy powerhouse Chloe Petz in a show called Household Essentials. They're playing at Just the Tonic at the Caves at 8.40 every night from the 1st to the 11th, 13th to the 14th, and the 16th to the 25th of August. Go check them out because they're both quality. Also, Sam has his own radio show. He co-hosts a queer-focused radio show called Driving You Homo, broadcast every Wednesday at 9pm on Wandsworth Radio. So if you listen to this podcast and naturally feel like you and Sam would be the best of friends, go check it out. It was great talking to Sam. I've only met him like once or twice. So it's always kind of nice when I don't know the guest very well because then it's always like a very pleasant surprise. And true enough, the, the conversation flowed like wine. So I really hope you enjoy it. What am I going to do today? It's really nice outside. It's really sunny. I'm actually in a good mood. So that's nice. Unless you're listening to this in like 2028, in which case I'm probably not. Over to Sam in the studio. Listen up, you hot sluts. You're listening to 50 uses for the word love. Today's form of love is Viraha. It's fun, but we we do it in like a little radio station in... Battersea. Oh, that's fun. Actually yeah. having a radio station. Yeah, and they've just done it up as well. So, like, you have, like, you've got, like, the proper... The spit guards. ...headphones and the spit... We don't have spit guards. Is that what they're it's called? It's a I moist don't know that's what called. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you get, Lubricating the conversation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, no, but we've got, like, we've got, like, mics and everything. My, I always get the one that's, like... It's the mic... It's the type of mic if you don't speak directly into the tip... <laughs> then, like, if you're at either side, then it doesn't quite pick you up. Okay. But it's, like, a, it's a semi-profesh situation, okay. which is because, like, we're, like, quarter professionals. That's so cool. So the two of us together, we match. Okay. And then there's one whole professional in the room. Right. If that's you the wrangler. The wrangler. Yes. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. cool. That's mm-hmm. cool. The producer. The Raz. Everyone needs a Raz. The Raz. Everybody needs a Raz in their the, life. It's quite cool, actually. There's, like, a little window behind us as well where there's another booth, and that's where the person who does, like, the hourly news is. Oh, right. I thought but... you meant it was going to be, like, Clem Fandango and that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Just, like, two super cool kind of hipster guys. Yeah. It's, like, <laughs> a two-way mirror. Um... <laughs> No, she does like she's a she's lovely. She's called Olivia. She does the news on the hour. Oh. Um, but we're already like ready to do the show as she's doing like. Was she the alone news. in the booth? She's alone in her That's booth, so but sad. we can see her. Like, and now for the a, news, Billy Mermaid's in, 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 in the cage. <laughs> she's not like locked in. Um, <laughs> but we have to like um, 
well, we don't have to, but I like to just sort of like look at her and make direct eye contact as she does it. Oh. But and she's very professional. Well, to psych she her out, it, or yeah, to make her feel of course, like to psych in, her out. Uh, present and engaged. Journalism is tough. It is, and she needs to learn that now. Because <laughs> I'm actually quite pleasant to deal with. I, it's going to oh, yeah, get worse. You are, you are. Okay, are you going to make eye contact with me the whole time that we're doing this? <laughs> I'll think about it. <laughs> I'm going to be like looking there's at my a, notes. A, there's a lot on the wall behind you that would distract me, but yeah, yeah, I will oh, try. that's good. That's why we have it. That's why oh, okay, we have great. Because yeah. <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> I was like cross-eyed. I love to do yeah. the the audio described version of the podcast. It'd be like Sam held Steve's gaze. <laughs> 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 he felt Steve suddenly felt both hyper aware and safe. <laughs> Why would you do an audio descriptive version of a podcast? I don't know. <laughs> it's, if anything, the podcast is an audio I can't description. See the podcast. It's an audio description of a, a, a meager potential of talent. <laughs> <laughs> Hi everyone, you're listening to Fifty Uses for the Word Love. I'm Stephen Trumbull, and I love sad songs. Oh. I have a. I've realised recently. I really, really, really like really, really sad songs. How sad are we talking? Okay, so current favourite is this. Uh, this wonderful woman called Julian Baker. She's like a kind of American kind of indie mm-hmm. singer songwriter. You know, kind of basically aimed at kind of like you know emo kind of teenage girls. Okay, and she talks, but but she, it feels like an earned depression. Like, she's she's heavily medicated. Do you know what I mean? Like, and all her songs about how she hates herself and she wants to die. But she's probably got the most beautiful singing voice ever. Okay, so I can see why this speaks to you. (laughs) I know, but it's like, I don't know what it is. And then, and and she, and like every now and again, she'll do a cover of a Death Cab for Cutie song or an an Elliot Smith song. That's kind of what we're talking about. You said two people there that I don't know what they are. Well, they're basically like an indie, kind of noodly indie, but very well thought of. Noodly indie. Noodly. It's just a phrase that my friend Dan used to describe music he didn't like. Noodly indie. It's like when someone does a cover of 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 a good pop song. Song, but it's all like noodly and indian they use it on a film trailer i can't stand that but i in this case, you love this it case, I, I i but it's because of the sadness yes uh and the, another great example is someone called phoebe bridges who mm-hmm. um uh recently she was in the news because she um she's one of the Killed women all those oh yeah, <laughs> actually she <laughs> is very morbidly fascinated that's, With death, yes. yes. So, so, so we've got we've got one girl who who, who talks, constantly <laughs> talking about dying. Another girl who can't stop talking about like Jeffrey Dahmer and stuff. Oh wow! And falling okay. in love with nasty older men. Right. And she's one of the women who um, accused um, uh, Ryan Adams recently of uh, unprofessional behaviour. Who's Ryan? Ryan Adams. Uh, I feel like maybe we should. I should just stop <laughs> saying names. <laughs> is he a footballer? Okay. Is he sport? The funny thing is, is you're making me feel uncool. <laughs> You're the one who does knows nothing about what I'm talking about. And no, I feel like nothing. the world's biggest sad sack loser. <laughs> actually, this year they actually um, they actually have combined forces with another great alternative singer called uh, Lucy Dacus, forming together a super sad group. Oh wow! Called Boy Genius. And okay, it's just it's currently my jam. Oh well, I like the name Boy Genius. Yeah. for an for an all female trio. Yeah, it's brilliant. Genius. They're great. They're yeah. great. I mean, I mean, if you're not into that kind of music, you're not going to be won over. Oh, okay. But uh, I fucking love it. And if, if, and if they're listening, please come on the podcast because I love you so much. Oh, man. I don't know where it is. I think it's like, I think it's like sad songs actually make me happy. Have I you ever get found that? that. Sometimes I need a release. Do, sad, do happy songs make you happy? Um, I, uh, songs that um, give me energy right. are songs that are written to empower women. Okay. Because if you think about it, there aren't that many songs that are to empower men. 
specifically. I well, mean, I guess you could say like every song it's in kind a way. Of in the, it's, it's in the small print, isn't it? Yes, yeah. it's in the small print. But like in a song that explicitly goes like, oh, you'd be proud of being a man. No, right. don't. You're disgusting. You're gross. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Right. I think we're we're killing this so far. I've been having a lovely time. We're, 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 yeah. we're, we're starting. We're starting new ventures. Where <laughs> <laughs> you realise your calling. I found my calling. If you want to sing? Please sing because I, I I've realised I write jokes literally, just so that I can sing. Do on you? Stage. I'm a bad li- singer, but you, I write. Songs. I would literally never sing on stage. Really? I did it once for a show uh, where I sang like one line, and I would really? never do it again. I wow. don't care for singing. That's so interesting. Mm. I it's the thing that I secretly wish I could do. I'm I'm happy with my skill set. Yeah, but fuck me. I wish I could. Sing. That's the thing. If you're good at it, then you would love to do it. No, probably. No, I, I I think the opposite. I think, think? people love doing it, and and it doesn't Ooh. and it doesn't matter if you're good at it. If you sing in the shower, it doesn't matter if you're good at. it. I suppose nobody but then... does stuff because they're good at it. Well, well okay. at least they do if <laughs> they work in the city somewhere. You know what I mean? I suppose, but. I, if you're good at it, okay, it's fine if you're not good at it, but then if you bring an audience into it. <laughs> the, the, that's what, actually just Sam, very irresponsible. What is the career that we're going into if not the subjection of <laughs> to audiences of As things that they don't want? <laughs> Yes, but then I would say I would I would say we enjoy it and we're yeah. probably good at it. Yeah. I but I'm for, I'm in support of you doing that. Okay. There's only one song that I could confidently say I know all the words to and okay. that would be Shoop by Salt and Pepper. Okay, sing it. Um, could I could I talk it? Word poet. Word poet. Beat it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay. But there's going to be slam a, it. There's going to be a bit where I point uh, to you. I'll give you and, clicks if I like it. Oh, it's a very deep message, okay. which I'll explain once once I've once I've done the first verse. But Do I'm going to point to you at one part, and you're all I need you to do is say men. Okay. Just say men. Okay. Men. So it goes. Um, here I go, here I go, here I go. I said, girls, what's my weakness? Men. Okay, then. Chilling, chilling, <laughs> minding my business. Your folks, I looked around and I couldn't believe this. I swear I stand, my niece, my witness. The brother had it going on with some kind of, hmm, wicked, wicked. <laughs> I had to kick it. I'm not shy, so I axed for the digits. A ho no, that don't make me. See what I want, slip slide to it swiftly. Felt it in my hips, so I dipped back to my bag of tricks. Made me flip for the tip, made me want to do tricks on him, lick him like a lollipop should be licked. Came to my senses, then I chilled for a bit. Don't know how you do the voodoo that you do so well. It's a spell. Hell, make me want to say shoop, shoop, shoop. Bravo! <laughs> bravo! Bravo! Bela, bela! That was, uh, uh, that was very touching words from Salt there um, about how she, she really just wants to get ploughed. Love it. Yeah. I, I, and that's going to be me. the one part of the podcast <laughs> where Audacity doesn't drop any frames. I hope so. Because <laughs> we have to preserve everything. <laughs> and, if, and if it does, I'm going to bring you back. Yeah. Just to record and Just come back. I'll be on like a bus. <laughs> we just like, I need you to do it again. On the number 147. All right. I love, so I, I'd love to send a text like that. <laughs> Sam, I need you to do it again. You should. <laughs> That was great. You know what it, I'm talking about, the pepper thing. Yes, yeah. Have you, you know the um you know that song Celine Dion did for Deadpool? Oh no. Oh she did she, Celine Dion does the soundtrack for Deadpool too. And All in right. the video, Deadpool pops up at the end and goes, That was great, Celine, we need you to do it again and she was like, Why? And she was like, That was they were like, That's too good. Mm. You need to do it again so that it fits in with the film and she was like, I'm sorry, my voice goes to eleven and it stays there, so fuck Aww. you. <laughs> There are not enough singer movie tie-ins. 
No, they're it's like on. Highlander, where Freddie Mercury's sword fighting with Christopher Lambert in the in the. Uh, Did that happen? Yeah, in the music video for um, Princes of the Universe. And they're like, they're in this old abandoned place. And then suddenly there's this guy on the ground and you're like, who's that guy? And it's like, it's Christopher fucking Lambert. He's in the... And then he's sword fighting with Freddy and stuff. It's brilliant. I'll, I'll watch it. All right. This is, this, this is probably been the most further reading of any podcast. <laughs> there's a lot of homework to People do. who yeah. enjoyed <laughs> 50 years of the word love also <laughs> enjoyed everything that was ever done ever. All right. Let's, let's get started. Okay. Ooh. So today... Um, th- this uh, podcast we talk about all the different forms of love and how weird it is that in the English language we only have this kind of one word that means so many different things it's an umbrella term and uh, I sent you a cu- oh and uh, also another good thing to say is that today's guest is the fantastic Sam Lake <laughs> hi Sam hi people probably I wonder who the <laughs> Sam Lake it's all fine hello nice to, nice to see you we've only met a couple of times only a handful but of times you're a great comedian Thank and you. I think last time I saw you was at uh, my birthday uh, it was your G- birthday and GMB's birthday, and, birthday and you've well. actually got the impossible Rubik's Cube. Yes. Here is a Rubik's Cube inside a jar. Yeah, an impossible object. Yes, that doesn't, that can't, the Rubik's Cube. Which it, I the, signed. You signed the cube, which mm. is now inside the jar. Yeah, and and it doesn't make any sense. No. It's the only thing on that I have in this room, apart from uh, DVDs and stuff. So the, the bobblehead of Barack Obama no. is not yours? It's not mine. Uh, and the packet of... I don't agree with his drone policy. Really? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so when I sent you the list, uh, there was a couple of words that you that you highlighted, but the one that we ended up landing on was viraha. Yes. Which is um, uh, a word, uh, originally Sanskrit word. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in Hindi, uh, it means separation or, or emptiness. That's the kind of the, the yeah. standard version of it. But mm-hmm. in Sanskrit, there's a lot more kind of meanings for it. It means uh, uh, to be abandoned. It means desertion. It also means longing. It means want. It means all these things. But then the loveliest incarnation is the realization of love through separation. Yeah. Yeah. So my first question is, are you okay? (laughs) (laughs) I'm tremendously well. Yes. No, I'm very good. I chose this. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what it's like? What what is it like? It it won't last long. Okay. Um, Um, I chose this word because, um, so I didn't realise, like, it also had the means of, like, emptiness <laughs> and, like... Well, no, I mean, it, it, we'll talk more about it, but sure. that's it. The worse the word sound, the more meaningful it is. Oh, well, yes. Yeah. I mean, there's probably some element to, to, to my... I basically chose this word because it most accurately matches up my current romantic situation. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I said current, because it's actually quite serious. I'm not keep him on his toes, I'm man. Not, I'm not planning to change it ever. Um, but um, I'm in um, a, a long distance relationship, okay, an LDR, um, okay. and have been for quite well for quite well quite some time. Well, it's a very committed one. A I very assume, committed because one. You're engaged. You're engaged. We're getting married. Oh. Yes. Um, but this whole time we've been long distance. The whole time. The whole time. Wow. Um, so I shall I t- shall I tell the story of how we met? Please. Yeah. No. How? Um, I mean, like, yeah. I mean, is this the is, first long distance relationship that you've had um, of this kind? I I guess no, because when I think about it, most of my relationships have been long distance because okay. I've started to get to know somebody and then I and then a cute thing that I do is I leave the city <laughs> <laughs> and I just say well if you want to see me again you'll have I'm to so come, come to wherever I'm I so am cute. he's like the wind yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> um, he blows. <laughs> um, but I, I, not not meaning to. Obviously, it's just right. that I've started a relationship with people, and then life has just happened, and that yeah. results in me having to move somewhere else. But um, where I met, how I met um, David. His name is David. Mm. David Felicity Harkin is his full name. David Felicity Harkin. I mean, he might tell you his middle name is different, but he's lying. I, I, I um, don't want it to be. No, it's David Felicity. It's a DFH. Darling, name. Um, I yeah. love that so much. <laughs> Even Harkin sounds like. Harkin is a, a, a is a lovely name. Um, it's it's, so like, it's he's, like Evil in War. Like it's like a, it sounds like a classic throwback name. War, war. It's just, it's just like a no, more like a noise than a name. Um, yeah. Harkin, Harkin. Yes. Well, yes. You do is it with it Harkin the right or accent. Harkin? Harkin, oh, with, Harkin without without a G at the end. Cool. He, sh- um, he sounds like he should know a sea shanty. I don't know. David Felicity Harkin. He's never sung one to me before. Okay. Wedding's off. Um, <laughs> um, so, um, as comedians, you've done Ed- Edinburgh Fringe before, haven't you? You yes. did it last year. Yeah. Um, uh, when you go, was that your first time going to the Fringe? Uh, I've, gone, I've been twice. You've been twice. Were you in a relationship at the time? Uh, never. Never? Okay. <laughs> the longest relationship I ever had was like six months. Okay. about three years ago. Right. Um, okay. Everything else has been kind of... Uh, light skirmishes uh, (laughs) keeping it with the pirate theme (laughs) yes so maybe you'll appreciate this then it was so I went up and did the fringe in 2016 and it was my first time doing it I was staying with a bunch of comedian friends in Mm -hmm. a flat and obviously you're all going up because you're pursuing your your your, your dreams Mm. your creative pursuits but you're also going up there because you're all like super horned up yeah everyone in, in somewhat yeah, yeah someone in in many ways you go up there to to make a career and to you know whoopee yeah <laughs> put, plowing into as many people as possible yeah. your word was nicer um <laughs> but and and so me and my friends um we we decided to like gamify um <laughs> how we were gonna like make all of these conquests right. and we started something called the edinburgh fuck it list <laughs> um, and what it was <laughs> and what it was was um it's like okay it was oh, it, what it was was a it was quite a detailed scoring system yeah so like because we knew like we were going to try and like sleep with people yeah um and you got different points Based on who you Holy slept fuck. with, yeah, Not different points, different points. Holy um, shit! I will add, like, all completely consensual. Like, yes, ev- all, all everyone's like totally up for. It's not yeah. like um because in my head I'm picturing people thinking of this as like an American Pie kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, it yeah, very yeah, much yeah, wasn't. Yeah, yeah. But um, you got different points. So like, <laughs> if like, you... a, like, a, um, uh, like webcamming women without permission. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, well, definitely not women. <laughs> <laughs> right, of um, course. But um, I uh... was it was it all um uh, male friends? Was no, it, friends it was well? male, female. It was actually quite like a good mix of people. I won't say who else it was because I'm okay. not fair to them. Their their stories are theirs to tell. But um, so you got different points for different people. I think the most points you could get. Well, well, it was cumulative. Oh, 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 oh. What? So, wait, 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 wait. Is the point system based on desirability? No, no. Okay. It's based more on circumstance. Okay. So, if you manage to... If someone came to see your show 
and then you slept with them. Right. Yeah. yeah. That would get that would only like a solid seven points. Yeah. If you slept with a reviewer. Oh! Did that happen? I don't think so. But that would have been that would have got you nine. I think the most the, <laughs> In the, the, Yeah. Well the highest score you could get was ten points and that was for sleeping with Steve Bennett, which nobody scored. <laughs> Um, uh, but um, but you got different Put points. That on your poster. <laughs> Didn't give me a quote, but it did give me chlamydia. So um, <laughs> that's speculative. I don't know if Steve Bennett has no. chlamydia. I'm not confirming yeah. or denying it. But okay. um, he so so you got different points, um, and it was cumulative. So like, if somebody fell into multiple categories, and you'd earn points for it, okay. and um, and it was something that people weren't taking too seriously. But yeah. then I went ahead and made a spreadsheet, and then it all got quite serious. <laughs> Does this still exist? Uh, somewhere on my Google Drive. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Is it like so, cricket scores? Like, 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 if you were a fan, if you're like a baseball fan back in the fifties, yes, you could have it. Like, like a little, you know yeah. It all. It's like a, it's like a grid with all the possible scores, and What's like the it was noted. Score, the, you say the highest score was a reviewer. What if, uh, what if it was somebody who was like another comedian if who was like, also like, a reviewer? No, no, no. Oh no, 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 no I like, see. Like, yes. W- w- did people also hook up with like the? Did anyone have like a white whale of like, oh, that's the person who I really fucking like? Oh, I've known them for ages, um, and I, I finally closed the deal. I don't know about that. But we did have um, sleeping with another comedian was on the list. Okay. But you got more. This sound really petty. You yeah. got more points based on how many Twitter followers they had. <laughs> <laughs> so if they had like over twenty thousand, Jesus Christ! Oh, Gang the of points. psychopaths, this job, isn't it? Basically, yes. <laughs> um, but what? Ha- okay, so what happened was um, we were all like actively participating in this game but for most of that time didn't i didn't go on any dates with anybody i didn't nobody from my show uh wanted to to stay for a a blowy afterwards which i guess is for the good of of my health Um, i mean you shouldn't put it in the bucket speech no (laughs) well i would say that the bucket speech i was yes (laughs) yes I think I was the bucket speech because we would end the show every day. Just put <laughs> so on the I, I so I was on all the apps and stuff. And you know when you go up there, if you're on the apps, you use it to promote your show a yeah, bit. Yeah, so yeah. my profile photo became the poster for the show. Oh, okay. And then I I was very like business ready, and I said in the <laughs> like little description in the bio, um, you know, if you come to see the show, stick around. There's a blowy in it for you. Mm. I was because mm. I wanted to succeed. Because um, <laughs> you're serious about this. Yes, game. exactly. Yeah. Um, so I'd always end the show by going like, "Oh, if anybody's here for the free blowy, if you could just form a queue at the back of the room, um, and and nobody nobody stuck around, oh, nobody stuck around. Um, so nobody. My friends had like had some like they'd already racked up a few points, and I was like still on like zero, and I was just kind of losing faith in the oh system. How many weeks in were you at zero? We were probably like midway through. Okay, so just the crunch when yeah. everyone's starting to get depressed. Like, exactly. The Slump. Oh my god! By that point, I had cried in the shower oh, twice. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and um, and so I was just like, okay, let's just start with trying to get go on a date with a nice young man. And I think I went on one date with with a reviewer, and I was like, oh, nice, really? eight points potentially. I didn't um, realize the reviewers were getting so much ass. I didn't realize. That. Of course sure, they sure, are. Surely they're like, they're, surely they're like fucking plague victims. Oh, no, no. want to go near them. You know where you want to go if you want to sleep with a reviewer. <laughs> Hot tip. Okay. Um, you you go to um, you go to the drag shows. Okay. They are there like a surprising amount of the time because I went to go see a show. Um, I think it was called Joan, and it was a drag 
uh, King mm. um, uh, telling the story of Joan of Arc mm. and a reviewer was in there um, and then messaged me on Grinder, I think, mm-hmm. after the show and was like, were you just in that show? And I was like, yes. And he was like, oh, do you want to meet up for a drink later? Mm. Not uh, the nicest person. He had yeah. a go at me for my profile not saying my right age because it was literally just my birthday. So it was out by oh, like okay. a couple oh, days. Yeah, yeah. And then he was like, it's fine, I suppose. Um, my <laughs> my age is not on my profile. He gets out, his, gets out his pen with a torch on it. Yeah. Writes, Liar. <laughs> yeah. He had his own like scoring system. Um, and then he was like, it's fine. My my age isn't right on my profile. I need to update it. I was like, oh, are you not 30? He was like, no, I'm 41. And I was like, well, okay, slightly different. Yeah. <laughs> slightly different. And he was like, he ate a pie in front of me and then and then went home. That's the fringe. Uh, that's the fringe. <laughs> uh, if you're not getting laid, you're eating a pie. Um, so then well, I was like, oh. Witnessing a pie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it is good for pies, though. Yeah. You had the macaroni cheese pie. I think I have, yeah. 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 It's good. Yeah. Dangerous, but good. Um, and so like, so I was getting to this point where I was just like, okay, I, I, I should drop, like, trying to pursue someone just for, just for the, just for the fuck it list. Yeah. To try and just go for a nice young man. And that's where David Felicity Harkin came in. Wow. So I was talking to him on, um, Tinder, which is slightly classier than Grindr, yeah, I yeah, think. Yeah. Um, and, um, uh, we were having, we were having what the kids would call mad bants. <laughs> having really good bants. I've never, I've never seen this. It's ban. It's banter, shortened yeah. and spelt with a Z. Okay. No, I know. Yeah. I, I know the. Phrase. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I've never witnessed actual mad bands. I've ne- I don't think I've ever been party to or participated. Never been in. involved. I've never. I've never. I've never had a sighting of, of mad bands. Yeah. Oh, I'll show. I, if, oh no, I don't have the app anymore. No. I, I'll, I'll give you some examples of mad bands later. But um, okay. um, so and we moved off Tinder to WhatsApp, which is a sign that oh, things yeah, are going yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I had you know you get like your day off from your show. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this Rest guy. Day seems good i'll plan like a i'll plan like a date on the day that i've i've got free um and we'll just see how things go and things went really well um and then for the rest of the fringe it's literally like as soon as like we had like our first date i was like i I don't need to i don't need to participate in this game anymore also because he's so are you saying that the man that you're marrying yes was number two on your list uh, of of accomplishments in this game, so you'll get your well, career, first... your career in this game goes <laughs> to two, and you marry the guy. No, that he was one because I went on the date. The other with guy the... was just a date, and you didn't, you didn't. Yeah, yet, yet the pie, the pie doesn't count. Exactly. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it doesn't count for me. Does a pie count? <laughs> <laughs> but for him, it was a, a highly erotic experience. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see how he ate the crust. Oh. Um. No. Crazy. So no, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, nothing happened with that guy. Um, and I'm not, I won't say what happened on mine and David's first date, but like, uh, an entry was put in the spreadsheet. Let's just say that. Um, <laughs> scored me 17 points, I think, oh, when you really? add up all of the, when you, cause he, you get points if he's a local, if you met on an app. Is he local? He is a local. So, so he's, he's a, yes, he, he, um, is originally from just outside Glasgow in Ayrshire. Um, okay. and he, uh, was living in Edinburgh. He's got a really cool job. He's a climate change scientist. That is a fucking cool job. Yeah. And he needs to be in Scotland where they've got like, uh, the most climate. Inclusive. They've got <laughs> so much climate. They have to store it in special warehouses. Um, but. <laughs> So he's like he's in he's in a a nice place. He goes on like visits like all of these like heritage sites and like Mm. tells people how climate change is going to affect them in the next ten years. He's a hero. 
Yeah, well, I mean, he's not doing the best job because, like, it's still going to ruin the planet. But you'll be looked back upon as, like, the one who, the guy screaming in the street. Well, exactly. Yes. Um, Yeah. Well, actually, like, Arthur's seat caught caught, um, fire spontaneously. There was a wildfire on on Arthur's seat or near Arthur's seat. Wow. And um, uh, it, it was because, like, climate's, like, completely unpredictable now so this is the kind of thing that we might have to start getting used to just spontaneously it's things spontaneously catching fire droughts oh, it's um but anyway he's a nice person <laughs> <laughs> your um, fire was spontaneously lit for him yeah just like the that the climate the climate became oh my climate oh yes it did <laughs> There's no going back. No. We're past the point Irreversible. of being able to fix this past condition four, that you Past suffer. the two degrees Celsius, that would <laughs> irreversibly change. The sea level <laughs> rose. Oh, it did. <laughs> I've never thought to use these as, like, dirty talk lines with them. I'll have to make a note of them. Do it. Um, I'd love for you guys to be, like, in bed together. And David's like, actually, that's that's really serious. That's actually quite upsetting. Yeah. He does say, like, he gets climate change anxiety all of the time. Um, yeah. Well, but, heard there's people on Twitter saying, like, I'm not having kids. Yes. This is the thing. We've spoken about this. It's about terrifying. like Yeah. Um, what's her name? Ale- uh, Alessandria Ocasio-Cortez. Yes. Um, who's the one that you see ma- doing all of the speeches in um, Congress. Yeah. yeah. Um, people have a go at her because she's saying like we shouldn't be having... Well, she's saying that we, people should think twice about having children wow, yeah, because yeah. we're already overpopulated. It's a strain on resources and it's only going to um, hurt the cause of um, stopping climate change. Mm. But then people are like, oh my God, she's trying to kill all the humans. Yeah. Like Bender from Futurama, who's just like, <laughs> kill all humans. Um, uh, so, yeah, but, um, so anyway, that's his job. Yes. Uh, he's very good at it. Um, and um, and so we were seeing each other for the rest of the Fringe, pretty much. Mm. And then um, it was time for me to leave. And we just sort of, like, left things as they were. And we said, like, oh, maybe we'll see each other again at some point mm. if we go to... So it was like a whirlwind fling, like a it, rowing. It was moment. a little bit. Yeah. I will add, and he hates when I talk about this, but um, he did say it directly to my face. He was um, uh, on, the like, the last day or two. Um, we were enjoying a drink before I had to go do my show. And um, he said, um, you know, this wasn't supposed to happen, you and me. And I was like oh, you mean, like, you didn't expect, like, you know, for, like, this to, like, go so well? And he was like, well, no, it's just, like, from reading your Tinder profile, I thought you were a a slag. And I was like, what? And he was like, well, no, not a slag, but, like, I just just thought you were just down for a one-night stand, which I was fine with, but then you turned out to be really nice, and so I wanted to keep seeing you. And I was like, "Uh uh-huh, I know you're trying to say something (laughs) nice. But then I had to give it to, like, I, I looked at what my profile said, and it literally said... I'm only I'm on here. I'm a slag. One hundred percent slag. Circa two thousand fourteen. What did it say? It said, um, "I'm only here for the D." Right. Um, but his name's David, so I was just like, "Oh, I just meant oh! I was looking. I was just looking for David." <laughs> That's what I meant. Um, You're a so man yeah. who knows what he wants. Exactly. Um, want the I, D. I wanted. I wanted David Felicity Harkin. Um, the DFH. Yeah, the DFH. It sounds like a bit like a furniture shop. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you're happy to pick up a mattress in that bed book. <laughs> also, um, I love that when you said that you were enjoying a drink together I'm just imagining you uh, with one milkshake and two straws <laughs> like you're in the 50s yes. oh we should do that more yeah. um, no I think we were in like uh, in George Square or something outside the underbelly nice. enjoying a, an unreasonably priced gin and tonic we've all been there exactly We'll be there again. Are you going this year? I'm not actually. Oh, yeah. I decided. I know. I fuck. It's. It, I just. It's. It all went wrong, basically. 
No, so like I had like a, a financial and mental health dip. Oh, okay. Which culminated in me going, I could go, I could not go, but I really should have sorted this out ages ago. It's good to have that moment in your yeah. career, though. I basically just said to myself, I'm going to go for a week. I'm going to see all the shows for once and yes. just hang out with my friends. That's what I did last year, Talk where I got that. proposed to so it was actually quite a good year. Okay. Um, well, so, wait, wait, wait. So, so, okay. Okay. No, okay. Sorry. I'm yeah. Jumping no, no, ahead. no. But this is, this is beautiful. All right, so, yeah. so what follows? So like we, um, um, I remember him coming to my house in the morning to say goodbye and we had like an 8am train. So like, mm. Godspeed to him for doing that. And he was oh. super ill as well. And he was like hovering and splashing everywhere. And, um, but he really wanted to say goodbye. And I was like, Ooh. um, and then we stayed in touch like, we were talking every day, mm-hmm. um, I, me being in London, him staying in Edinburgh. And then, it, I don't remember how the conversation started, but he was just like, look, at, I've been looking at, like, trains down to London and, like, you mm-hmm. know, they're not actually, like, too bad. Would it be cool if I came down for a weekend or something? And I was like, sure, come along. And then, I, I'm just going to say, I planned, like, the best, the best weekend. Okay. So, if I said to you, what's your favourite um, still-running paddle steamer? You would obviously say the Waverley. I don't need to. I don't need to tell you. If you uh, said steam train, I would have had five options for you. Really? Yeah, yeah. He loves a locomotive as Stevenson's well. Stevenson's Rocket, uh, the oh Mallard, uh, the Flying Scotsman, uh, those weird trains from the Festiniog Railway that look like conjoined twins. Oh yes, back. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. He loves a train. Um. Uh. So he has a picture of the Waverley in his bedroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know why I know what his bedroom looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Um, waiting until the wedding. Um, uh, he, he he loves the Waverley. And I remember him, he was supposed to go on a trip on the Waverley. The Waverley is a paddle steamer that still sails during the summer. It's really mm. cool. You get to go down under decks and like see how it works, all of the pistons and stuff. It's actually somewhat Lovely. erotic. And you go and um, <laughs> um, it's a really lovely trip. And he was supposed to do it during the fringe with his friends. And then for whatever reason, they couldn't do it. So I was like, as a surprise... I'll, I'll book a wow. trip to uh, on the Waverley for us. And I just told him, like, yeah, it was, I'm so happy you're coming down. I've got a little surprise planned. Um, but, like, it's not a thing. Don't wait. Like, you'll enjoy it, though. And he was like, oh, this is exciting. And then someone, uh, whilst I was, like, drunkenly calling him from a house party, came over. I think it was my friend Olga. You know Olga? Yeah, Olga Cock. Yeah, yeah I love her. she wandered over and was just like... Hey, David, are you no! looking forward to your surprise boat trip? And I was... And then David... I th- I'm pretty Ugh. sure burst into tears because he couldn't believe that someone had planned a trip yeah, on the Waverley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did the trip on the Waverley, booked a champagne experience on the London Eye, and can I just say, not worth it. It's no, literally, I can imagine. It's literally a ride on the London Eye with a glass of yeah. pr- uh, Prosecco, champagne, whatever, yeah. um, and, and, and then that's it. Well, that sounds like uh, 45 minutes of needing to go to the toilet. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 and they don't just let you open a window and just go into the Thames. No, no, and so many people have. Are they sh- yeah. through history? Yes, there's bodies in there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just got really comfortable. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and then what else did we do? We did an escape room. And then... Um, did an escape room? Did an escape room together. A oh, really horrific one. You're a fucking one. great boyfriend. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. We weren't even, like, a fish at this point. I was like... It's really funny. In my head, I'm not thinking, one day I wish I could be this good a boyfriend for some <laughs> lucky lady. I'm thinking, one day I wish I had this good a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> or partner. Yeah, just, just I wish whatever. I had a girl who yeah. acted like you did. <laughs> Just stay open to any experience, Ethan. Yeah. That's what I'd oh, say. That's beautiful. Um, okay. uh, 
Yeah, and then like, and then I can't remember what he did on the Sunday, but like it was a weekend full of surprises, okay. basically. And then the next time he moves down, he planned a surprise where we did that thing where you walk over the O2. Mm. Um, and then it just became like every weekend we'd spend together, we'd try and like surprise each other with right. something. So this is like a couple of months into this? Or a couple it of just months, like, yeah. yeah. Suddenly um, he's down every weekend. Yeah, exactly. And then I think one time he was down, um, my flatmate, who I still live with, um, uh, was like, used to seeing him just like pop up every couple yeah, of yeah. weekends and was just like are you two boyfriends yet and then we kind of looked at each other and was like oh we've not had this conversation yet um and then and then we just sort of looked at each other and just went we boyfriends he was like I, I, could, I could do boyfriends i could go for a boyfriend oh. he was like yeah let's go for a boyfriend and then we were boyfriends from that point and then oh. i think christmas was when we said i love you the first time okay so right christmas after edinburgh so that's no christmas oh yes christmas so, after so, that so you met edinburgh. edinburgh that's august Yep. Christmas is I love you. Yes. Is that is it usually that long for you or, or is it always different the the, the, the I Ooh, love you? Oh, that's an interesting question. I don't know. Um the Have last... you loved before? Not like this. Oh, oh, oh shit. No, 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 um, until the D <laughs> <laughs> Um I I think so. But I guess like it's that thing of like, if you have to question whether or not you've been in love before, yeah. then you probably weren't. That is the truth. That's how I knew I hadn't been for a long time. Right. Because I was like, if I have to ask, then obviously then probably yeah, not. Probably not. That's I, what my brother said. My brother was like, well, you'll know. Won't yeah. You? Yeah. Yeah. You'll just, you'll just sort of, you, you, nobody has to explain. But is it, people kept asking me like, oh, what is it that you like about him? And I went like, I, I just like him. Because it's like something undefinable. It's just like if I knew why I liked him That's so lovely. much, then then like the whole like trying to find love would be a whole lot easier. Yeah, um, or it would be as simple as what job does he have? Yeah, yeah that kind of <laughs> shit. Do you know what I mean? Like, like what's the, his yearly you see salary? Because the thing yeah. like with dating apps and stuff, people are like trying to whittle down exactly That's the, the thing. perfect. Person. You put so much data on there, so, thinking yeah. that it will help you filter. Like the right the person, person. Well, no, or they'll find the right person. They just don't fucking fancy them. Well, that maybe th- that's a, yeah, time. exactly. Um, yeah, when you you don't, I guess it's just like um, you got to have skin in the game, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, to actually yeah. find it. But like, there's no rhyme or reason as to when or yeah. why you will. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so since then mm-hmm. we've continued to be in a long distance relationship. And it's going, it's coming up to three years now. Oh, great. And last Fringe, okay, you're going to jizz. So (laughs) we... um, Promise! uh, (laughs) That's one thing I guarantee you when you invite me onto a podcast. I will spool Uh, up, I will spool up. I'll get ready. (laughs) um, uh, Last year, I, I I was doing what you're doing this year. Couldn't stomach another run at the Fringe, but still wanted to like show face, see shows, see my friends Mm -hmm. doing shows. Um... And also just spend time with him, because that's yeah, where he yeah, lives. Yeah. Um, so I was like, I'll make a week of it, and went up there, and our anniversary is slap bang in the middle of the fringe, because that's yeah, when we met for yeah. the first time. The and crunch, every... right during the crunch. The crunch, yes. Yeah. Right, right where I'm feeling like peak yeah. shower cry. Yeah. Um, that, that's when our anniversary is. Quite yeah. well timed, I it's guess. It's easier when there's somebody else in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Um... Uh, and uh, he, um, so we always meet at the place where we first met. Wow. Just, oh, partly because it's just convenient and we always happen to Which be in is? Edinburgh. It's in, do you know the Meadows? I think so. In the big park yeah. where, like, they do all the circus shows. Right, yes. Um, so it's quite a lovely spot, full of um, uh, Mormons. I don't know why. Okay. 
And, and I mean Mormons, not Moomins, like the ones that you would find like, Don't in talk a woodland area. I have a joke about this. There was this a true story. There was a girl who, you know, the ick when somebody decides that they're not compatible with somebody else. Uh-huh. I'm convinced there's this one girl that I went on a uh, dating app date with. Yeah. And the moment she lost all interest with, with me was when she realized I didn't know who the Moomins were. Oh. And I was like, that doesn't make me weird. I bet you know who the Moomins are I do now. now. Oh my God. Well, yeah, I went and I YouTubed them and Death. you people make me sick. I'm the weird, weird one. Fuck. They are fucking weird. I went into a shop in Covent Garden that is all Moomins. <laughs> And it doesn't make any sense. Nobody needs that much Moomin memorabilia. No. Um, or Mormon memorabilia, whilst we're at it. Um, <laughs> Both equally bad uh, ideologies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> flawed, flawed, <laughs> flawed. But very similar when you think about it. Um, so we always meet there. And last year, um, he had planned to propose to me. And he um, didn't get me a ring. It was very much a proposal that was very fitting for us. He, um, because he travels a lot with work, always brings me back a souvenir, and that souvenir tends to be a mug. Hmm. Um, And um, on our anniversary, we get each other gifts. I got him uh, a digital photo frame and filled it with photos of us. And I also got our mutual friends to make this, like, cute little video where it was like a fake tv advert for uh um oh what was it for we started a company called plans for pints and you can only contact us via fax and our sponsor is the mountain from game of thrones and the logo is him holding uh, is this real the millennium falcon yeah i i genuinely the year before had um like letterheads and t-shirts and tote bags and mugs made like i bought like <laughs> I, I was this close to registering it as like a limited company. Is, is um, this is this is this what? Um, uh, oh fuck! Oh, let me just answer the door. Sorry, sorry, buddy. That's all right. So while Stephen's gone, I just like to talk to you about Squarespace. No, oh, he's coming back. It's like a hobbit-sized parcel showed up. Ooh, not for you. Not for me. Um, okay, no, the question I was going to say was, uh, is this what makes uh, Bants, Mad Bants, when mad you put Bants. that much work into it? Oh, uh, the, yeah, the I think so. Yeah. I can't remember, it, it was literally from the fir- one of the first conversations we had. The logo of the company is the mountain from Game of Thrones holding the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> and then it's Plans for Pints. That was the name of the company. Um, and then underneath is um, a, a fax machine, number, an actual fax machine number. Um, uh, and in that we decided that was the only way that you could contact us was via fax. It's like a cute little joke. Yeah, and yeah. then I made, and so I did that the first year. Then last year I made like a, an advert. For it with all of our friends in it. Mm. My friend Karen was in it and she um like was sat naked at the piano. It was brilliant. Um, <laughs> and, um, and so I thought it was like, okay, d- well done me, as you should put like, a lot of thought and effort into it. And then mm. he was like, um, okay, I've got you a little gift. And I was like, I'm oh, sure I'm gonna love it. And then he opens his bag and like I see a mug, and I was like, Love a mug, mm. but you should have fucking stepped it up. And then he showed me the mug, and then I look on the bottom of it, and he and it says, "Will you marry me?" Uh, and then you and dropped it, it like in um, <laughs> the Usual Suspects. Oh, yeah. it on the floor. Um, I, <laughs> do you know? Do you know what I actually did? I, 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 I in my head, what I said was. Yes, a million times yes. Because of course I'm going to marry this yeah, man. Yeah, I just yeah, always assumed that's what would happen. Um, and then he 
like apparently for 10 minutes said like why he wanted to propose to me and like he always pictured me in his future and like it, we're having a future together yeah. and then he went so if you could say yes at any point and then I realised for 10 you minutes I just it. sat there quiet just staring at and I, I think what I actually said was what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm sorry what? yeah <laughs> I just did that for a bit and then and then he was like so you're on board with this? I was like oh yes 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 no I'm not I'm, I'm <laughs> Very much here for getting married to you. That would be lovely. It's like, are we husbands? Are we, do you want to try husbands? Yeah, yeah, let's yeah, do husbands. yeah. <laughs> the same way we were like, I, was like, I think we should be husbands. We should, should we give that a go? Let's do um, yeah, but but so so going back to why I chose this yes, word, yes, yes, yes. like we've done all of this whilst still living in two yeah. separate locations that are about five hour. Uh, five yeah. hours apart, door to door. It's a nightmare. Yeah, nightmare to get up to Edinburgh. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, but we've we, somehow we've like kept things going. And like when you said like one of the meanings is like that you love something by being separated yeah, from it, yeah. and like the whole absence makes a heart grow yes. fonder thing. Yeah. I think that has something to do with it. So you, would you feel like you're because this is really interesting because most people when you talk to people about long distance relationships they're yeah. people who were together and mm-hmm. then separated mm. and it's because they were together for so long that they, they can't break up or they don't yeah. want to break up but this has been kind of essentially long distance from the start from the beginning that is like the norm for us that's really interesting yeah so um, is there a plan to eventually become yeah. together yes in the words we'll, of Emma but, Bunton two yes. will become one but um, could that be weird because um, it's never been done what going from strictly long distance yeah. to could you live with the d i could live with the d because it's a different thing so it's, it's a living different with people's hard yeah that's actually the hard part of love in a lot of ways it's interesting because so like obviously i don't know until it happened but like mm. we're fairly confident that everything will be fine um oh no i know i i have complete faith like, but, like it's, it's, it's so a different far, it's, like it's a, a fucking different fairy tale. <laughs> i'm uh, more than <laughs> fairy tales actually quite offensive how dare you oh, um oh shit <laughs> <laughs> i love pretending to accuse people of homophobia it's fun um uh it it, it is a different kettle of fish um yeah. because like it it takes some getting used to to having that person there like every day but like the thing that i think we both say is like the thing that we still want in the relationship is like you know you've had like a hard day yeah and like you know you come home you maybe put on a bit of natalia and brulia because you yeah. feel torn um and <laughs> does she sing any other songs uh she must she have has made the, at least one she, i remember she had like two songs yeah. apart from those and I think one of them is on them. on my phone. Okay. I, again, I couldn't tell I'm you. I'm gonna the do a deep dive it. after this. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I remember my sister used to listen to the whole CD alone. Add, add that to the further reading oh, well. list. Okay. Um, uh, and you just like you were just like, oh, I really enjoy someone here to comfort me after yeah. a hard day. Yeah. And that is always like the most difficult thing is he, if he's like, oh, I've had a stressful day at work, or like if I had a gig hmm. um, that you know like hasn't gone well or something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what am I talking about? That never happens. But, um, uh, <laughs> talking then... about fairy tales. Right? <laughs> hey! Oh, burn. I'm offensive. Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna stay in the pocket. Just keep being. <laughs> <laughs> you found your lane. Um, <laughs> Uh, you, you want someone there to do that and that's the thing that we've always like it, that has been the hardest is yeah. that if we were just like together all of the time yeah. then that would be a lot more um, manageable um, so the plan is yeah probably like 
next year, I think, yeah. the plan would be for me to go up there. Well, yeah, because then you're just there for the fringe all the time. Well, exactly. Does it have a comedy yeah, yeah. circuit? Or... What, in, in, in Scotland? Ed- in Scotland. Oh, in Edinburgh. I mean, but you say it's Scotland. Edinburgh's got, like, a good few places. Right. Um, I think it's, like, uh, it's also... Um, I've lived in London for the last... six years yeah and like you know you get settled don't you so you need like a bit of time to like mentally prepare yourself for like moving well also you you know you're you're a star comedian so essentially you're going to no but you're going to have to be jumping all over the country exactly the 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 base from which you strike out from why why can't it be Uh, yeah Yeah. i'm glad you said this though because like one of the things that we do struggle with and you'll know this because we were talking about the hustle before Mm. before this you just have Great to like dance. It, <laughs> it is yes you were you were doing the dirty dancing lift with me um and um uh, i can only it, dance with someone if she's facing away from me and i'm facing <laughs> away from her all i do all my dancing communication with the cheeks with the cheeks on but, your face but cheeks man oh of course you know what the was I thinking? The hustle. The hustle. Do the hustle. Okay. Do, right. do, do. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it's tricky because you have to just say goodbye to your free time. Yeah. If you're, if you're like truly in it, then you're like getting like however many times you are a week and like, mm. you, you know, you, you're, you're free to like go to a gig at the last minute and stuff and planning. We try to have a rule that like when we go see each other, like our plan is like, you know, it's us time. And, you know, we make the plan together. So I always feel a bit guilty if I have to, like, make... Um, if I have to take time away from us when he's down to go do, like, a gig or something. Yeah. Um, so I do my best to try and keep the weekends as free as possible, but it's not always possible. Yeah. So he's very supportive in that way where, you know, it's like, this is what you do, so you have to go do this. <laughs> um, but hopefully when we, like, are in the same... When we are in the same base, yeah. like, that becomes a lot easier to deal with. Yeah. But... I, what's interesting is that, like, knowing other couples who live in London, yeah. you'll ask them, like, how often do you see each that, other? I was going to say that exactly. Yeah. Being in London and dating is like being in a fucking long-distance well, relationship yeah, exactly. anyway. What, you live in Kilburn? Sorry, <laughs> this just isn't going to work. Yeah, the number of times, um, like, oh, I've got, I've, I'm going to have to Google places that don't suck in yeah. Earlsfield. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just like, I, I can't remember who it was, but I was like, oh, when was the last time you saw your partner? And they were like, two weeks ago. Yes. And to be honest, Dave and I see each other probably yeah. every two weeks. And like, yeah. it's for like a good three or four days at a time. Exactly. So we probably see each other more than like most couples who, in theory, aren't long distance. Because yeah. um, we've just learned to, to manage it. Yeah. It's a lot of admin, but like, I if be- you want to make I, it work, I basically it deleted all my dating apps and stuff because... The first date takes a month to get to. Right, it's it does. Impossible, yeah, you know, it, it is a lot of chat that has to happen. Yeah, before then, um, yeah, and also things like chat roulette and stuff. People are doing all their dating over Skype anyway and shit. And, well, chat you know roulette. Did what? you meet people off chat roulette? <laughs> no, but I'm saying, I'm saying it's interesting as like a, as a society we've become long distance has almost become the model for I just suppose, dating yeah. generally. Well, yeah, you've world. got now you've got more technology that supports that type of relationship. Yeah. So yeah. more people are, are picking it up yeah. or masturbating on a webcam yes. to strangers. Yes. Which I mean, neither but, of us have but, done. But, but that's really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> not not with each other, at least. No, well, who knows? <laughs> I've never done it. I've never done it. No. But I, I do think that it's funny because it's like, it's like, because those things are defined by distance yes that's what makes it exciting for people mm-hmm. is the whole point that you're in another place or another country or another like, oh like, that's a good point that's yes. interesting now it's becoming like a a, a boon a, a a tonic to the um, uh, to yes. the excitement of the thing yeah i suppose i mean i edinburgh is a lovely city yeah can't wait to oh, move there gorgeous. at some point yeah, yeah 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 have you been to edinburgh when it's not the fringe first time i went 
Oh, uh, right, okay, Pete, yeah. And we just so, went know, it's, in the middle of the year. It's a it very gorgeous. It's a very pleasant city when Quiet. it's not full of us. <laughs> um, uh, so I can't wait to move there, but, like, that's not the reason for moving. Do you know what I mean? There's yeah. in, like, the, the nothing about the relationship is, oh, it's a great excuse to go up to Scotland or anything. It mm. is all because of the DFH. So, <laughs> you know, and... And that, yeah, so, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, I guess it's like a thing is like, we, we, we actively want to make it work. Yeah. And, and for the time being, like this, the, like the traveling thing, we've made it work for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, it's, it's quite nice. So it will be interesting to see what hap- what things will be like once we're in the same space. Yeah. But like, we've done it before, mm-hmm. um, where we've seen each other for like, you know, longer than a normal weekend or yeah. something, like a longer period of time. Um, we just have to like work away. Well, you have that. like, think you'll have your, like your first fight or like somebody's sock is somewhere and it's just like something i could see him i could see him getting mad at me he'll eat a pie in front of you for the first time can i tell you okay can i tell you about a cream situation so always yeah so it was christmas last year and we were um in his flat because we we're spending christmas with his family and um he um bought mince pies and cream Mm-hmm. It's like a treat for us to have yeah. one evening. Yeah, it's probably a bit of cream. But cream. What, what bit of cream do you think he bought? <laughs> Keep in mind, I'm a Cornishman I'm, I'm, and cream I, is very important yes, to me. Yes, you are a Cornishman. I, I am. am not a connoisseur of clam. Cream. Oh, that's milk, isn't it, in France? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. More cream. More cream. Uh, no, uh, I'm not a connoisseur. I, I'm so more of a custard man myself. Interesting. My dad's from the north. Le, le creme anglais. Oh. Yes. Okay. Um, so... You with a mince pie, you have to have clotted, right? Just a big dollop of clotted right on the top. Okay. He was like, oh, "Sorry, the supermarket didn't have any, so I got a double cream." And mm. I was like, well, "Okay, that's fine. Put it in a bowl, pour a little bit on top." Mm. He mm. gets the idea to make his own whipped cream. Wow! And do you know how much like it, whipped cream is? Basically, a tub <laughs> of cream, a bag of sugar, and some vanilla essence. He mixes it in a bowl, yeah, and then splits <laughs> it in half and puts <laughs> each on one mince pie. Yeah. And then I was like, I can't finish this because it's half a bag of sugar and half a tub of cream. I'm going to throw up. And he's like, this is delicious. What are you talking about? So all of our fights so far have been cream based. <laughs> well, I just haven't taken kindly to his thoughts and approaches to cream. Right. But uh, apart from that, I wouldn't really say we've ever like really had like a fight. Okay. We've had like meaningful chats where we don't yeah. necessarily know like what the answer is. You've had talks. We've had talks. Words. Yeah, I don't see. I don't get anything from like anger and like confrontation yeah. or anything like that. Is he quite similar? You're both kind of quite. I think so. Chill. Yeah, but when we live together, I could see him getting it. I say an annoying habit of mine is that I do my dishes, but not necessarily on the day I use the dishes. Right, yeah. So that might get frustrating, but hopefully what will happen is he'll like, you know, beat some sense into it. Not physically. <laughs> well, I'm in a shared but, house. Like, I, I have one plate and I take it hostage. Right? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. wash it when I need to use it. It used to be, yeah, it used to be like, oh, I'll just keep all my dirty dishes in my bedroom, but that will be our bedroom. Yeah. So like, you know, um, yeah. So I think it will be, like, fights around that. But, like, all of, like, the the future stuff about, like, oh, where would we want to live? Mm. Would we have kids? How would we have kids? We've already, like, talked about that. And we quite enjoy talking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, it's nice to think about the future. Yeah. And um, so, so, like, if we did have fights, it would be over, like, very small, I guess, petty things. Right. 
Um, but I, I'm trying to think of something that I would get mad at him for that isn't cream based, and I can't really think of anything. <laughs> strain, <He's>, strain your mind. Work <laughs> um, for it, man. Oh well, I guess he does have that adultery. Fine. <laughs> but <laughs> well, I would hope he would. <laughs> um, no, you say it sounds like the most solid. Like even from the word go, you were like, I just, I don't know why I like him. I just like him. I can't right? put my finger on it. It's like, yeah, he's just kind of that perfect. Well, I can put love. my finger on it. That's something that he lets me oh, do quite often. Oh shit! <laughs> finger on his on his butt. Oh okay. Yeah. I thought you meant the okay. Or there as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's fine with me talking about this. I do it on stage quite a bit. He's quite a big part of my shtick. A lot of people, a lot of comedians, we do we talk about like our partners or our past partners. Yeah. It's a bit weird to know what the rules are in those. I know. He, I think I he, can imagine with him it's all complimentary though, surely. Yes. Yeah. Um, he did, um, he, um, he actually gets like, not mad, but he's like, well, if you're going to become like a big famous comedian, I would like to be mentioned in every performance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. some people are like, oh yeah, okay, you can talk about me, but like, don't use my name or anything or anything mm. like that. And he's like, use my full name, David Felicity Harkin, and like, mm. but make sure you compliment me at least three times. Yeah. I mean, like, and it's quite easy to do. Yeah, yeah. Because He's saving the world. He's saving the world. Yeah. <laughs> I love the fact that he's trying to save the planet and you're a comedian and you're the guy who doesn't have any free time. <laughs> <laughs> What I do takes work. (laughs) What's taking you so long? It's hard graft, okay? (laughs) (laughs) David likes to do this thing if we're like watching just like the chase or something, just having Mm. a bit of couple Mm. sofa time. Um, We'll watch something and then he'll say something funny and then he'll turn to me and be like... (laughs) Do you ever, like, listen to other comedians and get jealous of their jokes and then wish that you thought of that, but about himself? And it was just being right. like, oh, okay, you should say that on stage. Like, I'm actually quite funny. Yeah, well, no, it. people, they do that, they don't do, they? And, he's yeah. just, and he keeps going, like, I'm going to do five minutes. Yeah. I'm going to do my first five minutes. And I'm just like, I'm happy for you to do your first five minutes. <laughs> Go for it. But I'll support you the whole let, way. Let me know yeah. exactly when yes. and exactly when. Oh, I'll film it. I'll bring people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I think I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go into a little bit of the, the the research I did into the word. Okay, do a little bit, and then we'll come back to you and David to, okay. to top it all off. Yeah, because I feel like we've got a lovely little narrative forming. Yes, it's just really lovely. Mm. It's a really lovely thing to hear, actually. Most people, when they talk about long distance, it's always through a different. This is such a fucking affirming. I think it's a different kind of story. story. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Because I was probably like that. I probably didn't think that it would like have legs, but it has many legs. Yes. Yes. A uh, third leg. Like, yes, like the... <laughs> I'm sorry, what? I'm well, just, what keep you've taking, done there. I keep taking it sexual. <laughs> I'm so bad, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. Um... <laughs> Tell me about this fucking one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I did, a, I did a stupid amount of research that I, it was probably completely... That's like a whole couple pages yeah, about this. Yeah, man. Well, basically, because I love the fact that it's a non-English word. This podcast, we talk a lot about yeah. how interesting it is that we don't have words... For this, this kind of thing. This, yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah, And like, what what, is, what does that say about us as English people? Because obviously it's um, Sanskrit, um, Hindu, Hindu religion. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, one of the places that I found this word coming up, it's actually got a very religious meaning. Interesting. But combined with romance. Okay. Because I, I remember it's uh, basically Krishna, who is uh, the Hindu god. He's the eighth avatar of Vishnu. Uh-huh. He's the god of compassion, love, and tenderness. And he's a news reporter on Channel 4. <laughs> yes, he and, and we worship him yeah. in equal numbers. Of course um, we do. Uh, but basically, Krishna, he's basically kind of the romantic deity. 
Really? He's like he's a romantic deity, and the way he has these um these he had this legion of followers, uh, mm-hmm. the the Gopis, who are um essentially uh, like milkmaids. The, the, these uh, a gopi is somebody who who bringing who, it back to cream. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's all about cream. It's, it's all connected. Full man. circle. Yeah, it's all connected. To read between the lines, man. <laughs> um, so basically, uh, the, uh, he has this um, the the gopis of Vrindavan, and uh, they are these um, uh, uh, like he has all these followers who are so devoted to him. Yeah, properly devoted to him. Most of them are, are women milkmaids. And the thing, I've, the thing I thought about this especially was, why is it that everyone else gets all the cool gods? <laughs> our, our god is so rubbish. Quite run of the milk, very basic. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. He like, pokes his head in the door every now and again, I don't hear any praying going on in there. <laughs> That's basically our god. Um, but um, uh, Krishna is like this really awesome kind of character. He's like, he's a bit of a prankster, he's a lover, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, you know, he's cool, he's got a flute, mm. he's really cool, he's blue skinned. He's cool got a guy. what? A flute. Oh, Oh, okay. So he's, he has all these incarnations. He's very. He's got a lot of different. So there's a lot of different stories about him. Yeah. But he had eight principal queens wives. Right. But he also had sixteen thousand junior wives. Like wives in training. Kind of entry level wives. Entry level wives. <laughs> Welcome to the layer cake, son. <laughs> I, mean, I don't mean like, uh, uh, and I don't mean that they were young. But it means that they, they, he basically, the story goes that he rescued them. The funny thing about the story is that it sounds a bit patriarchal and shit. A little bit, um, yeah. But, but, but as I was reading it, romantic things keep coming out of it. And I keep going, oh, it's actually. The, you can, you the, can interpret it yeah. in different ways, yeah. The, um, the, uh, <laughs> the, the nicest version of the story is that he rescued them all from. Uh, being from captivity under a, a demon called Narakasura, yeah. who was uh, forcing them into a harem, right? Right, and so then they he saves all sixteen thousand. He kills the guy, liberates them, uh-huh. and then they beg to marry them because because they were under under this demon's thing under the society of that time. Right. Their families wouldn't accept them again. They could never get married. They were Oh, I see. So there's no other place and he for was them. like, okay, I'll marry you, God. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, but the thing, the, the way that the, I hear that the, the, the word gets um, brought in in mm. this story is that he multiplied himself by 16,000 because he's a god. He's super so cool. that's just a tool at his he disposal. He turns himself into 16,000 Krishnas. Right. And he marries and is a good husband to every single one of them. Wow. As in he spends time with the kids. Yeah. He laughs and jokes. Uh-huh. He helps out with the... Ch- it, it's, sorry, he helps out with the chores. Really? Takes that's out the written garbage. in the story. Yeah. And, he, and he's a lover and he like makes love to them and uh, satisfies them in the bedroom. And, well, there you go. And they, in return, are devoted to him, but... Because he is the ruler of Dwarka, he's the ruler of this whole epoch. Yeah. He has to vanish in the morning every time and become one Krishna and rule. So, so when does so he... basically they they all get him, but they also all lose him. What uh, like all together at the same time? Yeah, so every night he's in several different he's in sixteen thousand different homes. Oh, so it's just the evening. Yeah, and so, then in yeah. the morning And then in the morning he has to he has to disappear. He disappears, but he comes back. Yeah. So, okay. But so their feeling the word Viraha is used to describe their intense feeling of That's He gave he gave he committed to me, he gave me everything. Yeah. But I have to share him with the whole world. I lose him every right. morning. It's so sad, but that also is, kind of beautiful. Yeah, it is. It's also the weirdest thing of like, God's my boyfriend. A little bit. 
leaving in the morning, it's kind of like, oh, he's got to get up early to go do his day job. Yeah. His day job just happens to be God. Yeah, so you see it like in like Doctor Who or, or The Time Traveler's Wife. Yes, you know, when like, he goes off with um, Rose. Or just any of them. Yeah, exactly. That thing yeah, of oh, like, yeah, okay, yeah. But no, I no, guess. but I mean, all the companions, it's always like, I, I'm in love with a God. Yeah. And he, and uh, I can never truly have him, but he, he he's. Because he me. doesn't, he can't only belong to me. Yeah, and I think there was um, uh, Rada. Uh, was the 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 most? It's like a whole epic love story between them, and she's like the most important of these these wives. She's like and wife. She's like his proper one. Like, no, she's not really a. Well, she is wife, but she's like. I think they describe her more as like his great love, the lover, like right. the true romance of the story. He has okay. all these wives, and he has the the actual queens. But then Rada's like the real love story. She's the queen of she's queens. The, she's the she's the yeah the queen of queens. She's yeah. the she's the cream of the she's the, she's cream. the cream of queens. She's the cream of queens. <laughs> It's all about cream. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and, and so um, they use it as like uh, the, the spirituality, divine love, love through longing. Mm. through, And I love that. I think it's really interesting. That's, I would never have thought that the, the longing came from like somebody like leaving at like the same time every day. Mm. So you don't have them for the daytime. Yeah. Because um, obviously longing for me is like, it's like maybe weeks at a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I guess, yeah, it but gets... whenever he has to go back... Well, yeah, exactly. He must have that feeling. But that is it, yeah, that's when it's the worst, like, the night before. Also, he gets oh. a very early train in the morning. Yeah. So he does leave, he disappears in the morning. He disappears in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. Oh, wow. But, like, but, but, but does it make the heart grow fonder? Because that's the other literary use of this phrase, I think, is um, absence I, makes the heart grow fonder. Yes, yes, it has to, because, like, every time... I, it's why we're starting to think more... Um, what's the word more tangibly about like how we're going to come together yeah. um, because like every time that we have to especially if you're getting up early like it's a bit easier if you've got some like time in the morning to just like say your goodbyes have a bit mm-hmm. of breakfast and then like leave if because we're always like leaving early in the morning it's always just kind of like oh I'm grumpy and tired and I'm like leaving my loved one yeah. behind but th- this is just supposed to be a Kodak moment and we're both shitty yeah, at yeah, it yeah 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 um, and I'm also just a very grumpy like don't don't wake me up in the, oh, okay. in the morning. He wakes me yeah. up, and I just I'm 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 vaguely present. Where I like I like guide him to the door, and I I manage to get out like oh, or something, and then like and then off he goes. But yeah, he get yeah he just we disappear in the morning. Oh. Yeah. Oh. My favorite um, little story within this story, yeah, is um in one of the versions. One of the tellings, there's this guy called Narada, who I think is like the poet and sage who kind of tells the story of Krishna. Yeah. And he went all over the country talking about, all over the world, in fact, talking about Krishna or whatever, way back in the day. And there's a story, because he's also a bit of a prankster god, where Narada, he says he met Krishna and he was like, yeah. uh, could I have, could I have one of your wives? I mean, you got like 16,000. Like, <laughs> would I, would I be able to, can I maybe, uh, if I, if I Just charmed her, if I, no, yeah. no, I mean, if I charmed her. Oh right, and uh, you know, like if I, to go. yeah, if I fell in love with a, I'm a bachelor. I just feel like I'm always going to be a bachelor. Mm-hmm. And Krishna was like, you know what, mate, you're a nice guy. How about if I'm not around, you can totally go for it. And then okay. the story goes that this guy went all over, <laughs> and every time he went around to one of Krishna's uh, wives' house, he's like sat watching TV, like, hey, buddy, <laughs> like he's always there because he can be. <laughs> like Krishna, <laughs> you fuck. <laughs> He's he's always gonna be there. Oh wow! Hey, buddy, we just watched TV. Come in. I just made eggs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Let me choose you to my five sons. This <laughs> <laughs> is Uncle Narada. Hey, go say hi, Uncle Narada. <laughs> it's funny to me. What, what were the other things I had? We, I had um, the first use of the word, uh, the first use of the phrase, um, uh, absence makes the heart grow fonder, was yeah. uh, Sextus Propertius in ancient Rome. So we're talking between 50 and 15 BC. And oh, it right. says, always towards absent lovers, love's tide stronger flows. That is normally how I say it. Oh, that, yeah. there we go. Mm-hmm. And then that was later translated to absence makes the heart I think the most notable use of it was in Thomas H. Bailey's Isle of Beauty, Fare Thee Well. And it's the last line is um, absence makes the heart grow fonder. Yeah. Isle of Beauty, Fare yeah, Thee you, Well. You don't have to tell me about the works of uh, t- Tom, Tommy. Romy Boy. bully boys, we're in a hurry, boys. <laughs> See, I think I found a, a really interesting way of completely cutting my guest out of the show. <laughs> Shanty over them. payback for all that pop music shit at the beginning where I didn't know anything you were talking about. Um, okay, right. Um, yeah, so, okay, so let's bring it back to you and Dave. So, there's a timeline in place. When's the wedding? Um, it's in going to be in probably like two years. Okay. We know when we want to do it, but we haven't got around to like booking the venue or anything okay. yet. The we, Waverly. Uh, we have considered it <gasps> as an option. Get married but in the I Waverly, man. I'm not sure. It's like it, it, I. So he would like the Waverly. I've suggested Edinburgh Castle, okay. which he thinks would be tacky. Yeah. And then I said, well, our alternative is also, that we're getting married on a boat. I think the. I think <laughs> also the site of where the original Red Wedding happened in history is Edinburgh Castle. Well, okay. The, the, actual, the thing that inspired the Red Wedding happened in, in, Game in, of Thrones. in Edinburgh Castle. Okay. So maybe not then. <laughs> well, you've got um, the mountain selling you selling your fucking it wares. Would, it yeah, would be yeah. a lovely way to tie it in. Get some yeah. merch sold at the wedding. <laughs> um, but... Um, yeah, we we so with his job he gets like um, he can use vet heritage sites venues like old castles and things. Mm. He can do the ceremony there for free. So wow. I'd like if we did that because okay m- money. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, May May ish okay. probably. Oh, uh, not we're not going to get married on our anniversary. No, I don't that. want my Doing wedding. The fringe? Exactly, I don't yeah. want my wedding to have anything to do with the fringe. You can't cry in the shower in the morning on my wedding and then day. Get, then get married. No. <laughs> absolutely not um yeah so we're 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 a little bit away from like actually planning i think once we set the date and have the venue and then is that when you guys are gonna uh be together a little bit before then i think is when i'd aim to go probably next year i think nice yeah okay yeah it's so interesting i remember thinking about this the other day about how um because i know a lot of people who've had really good long distance relationships Mm. that have like really stood the test of time yeah like yours and i think it's one of those things where I I know some people who actually they actively tried to break up and they couldn't. Do you know what I mean? That's how you know it's like solid. You know, it's so interesting. That is because they were so separate and they were like different countries even, and they were like they tried not to be together. Yeah, and they had to Um, stay. It's so interesting. I couldn't imagine doing that with David. Yeah, I I wouldn't I wouldn't want the risk. Well, no, it sounds like with you, it sounds like it's just the thing that I really envy about certain types of love mm. which is the absolutism of it i guess well not absolutism but the simple it's done simplistic it's like it's like it's yes that part's done it's very much yeah for us it's definitely like that where it's like it's it, it's almost like saying like in a nice way you'll do yeah. and then 
And then everything else is just like so like easy. Cream. <laughs> everything is creamy and easy. Oh no no um, no! I meant I meant all the bad stuff is is cream related. It's just it's, it's like, just cream like related. All, all the actual yeah, yeah. admin is cream related, but like <laughs> the the hard part's done. The hard part's the hard part's done. So fucking, Got him in the bag. I'm yeah. so fucking envious. I must admit because like I've had I've I've wanted people. People have wanted me. Mm-hmm. I've been in relationships where we both wanted it to work, but it didn't. And it's yeah. like it's so weird. And I've, I've I'm so often of so of like multiple minds about everything. Yeah. And if I just, I think my brother's a really good example. But the podcast listeners all know him because he was episode five. Oh, um, okay. Really interesting guy, but he's my twin brother. But mm. he's the most single-minded person I've ever met. Right. Bloody-minded. <laughs> like if he loves you, he loves you. Okay. And he will do whatever he needs to do. Right. To win you and love you and be the best guy. And mm-hmm. I'm like, and I just, I've never been that sure about anything in my whole life. Right. I'm so jealous, man. But I guess, because like, yeah, it's kind of like, oh, you feel like you have to take a leap. And just, like, dive in and just, like, embrace everything. But I guess for us, it didn't... Maybe we did that without feeling like we did it. Yeah. Because it was just like, no, this feels perfectly comfortable. Like, let's just do it. It wasn't like a... Oh, I'm not. I'm not sure if I'm ready. It was just like, no, you skip that. Bit. Do it. Yeah. Well, no, because the guy, the, 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 literally, your housemate was like, "Are you boyfriends now?" And you looked at each other and was like, "Oh, there's a scene missing." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's yeah, a missing yeah. reel yeah. where we became boyfriends, and it turns out we're we're already we're at that scene. We're already, yeah. we're already yeah, past yeah. that scene. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love that man. Ah. <laughs> See now, now the podcast is just going to get turned into me getting mawkish. Okay, <laughs> is there anything else that you would like to say about about this? How do you feel? Um, how do you feel? How do I feel? Yeah. Well, obviously, very happy. Lovely. Yeah, I didn't expect. Um, I'd always, I think most people, if they want, like, uh, love in their life, they hope that they will, you know, they'll find someone and they'll start making plans with them and build a future mm. with them. And I, uh, I'm, I'm glad that it's happening. Yeah. I don't know if I'm surprised that it's happening at this time. I don't know. How it old all feels, I'm 27. Okay, that's a great age. Yeah. That's the age everyone pretends to be. Yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> that's the age that I look. I'm yes, th- you do. I'm 33. No, you're not. Yeah, I'm 33, but um, I haven't done anything in my life. And you so have a, you have a very a, boyish face. I do, don't I? Is that why you have a beard? Yes. Okay, there we go. Very much so. Yeah. Very, very, yeah, very yeah, much yeah. so. Um, to look in any way masculine. <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> um, the thing that I like is that it's just, uh, it's, just a, it's just part of my life now mm. is, is the DFH. And, like, it, you know, my, my decisions are now, you know equally influenced by like what would be good for him and it's mm. um oh. it's all bit it's all been very um natural i have yeah. not neither of us have had to like go okay we have to make a concerted effort <laughs> to consider each other's feelings yeah it just happens well like two months in you were planning like fucking steamboat weekends that that's yeah. that's fucking huge i commit right out the to i commit to a bit um <laughs> i yeah it's all just like very easy. It, it, it's it, it's again. It's like what I said about like why do you like him? I just do. Hmm. Like why are you why why are you doing all of this? Why are you playing all of this stuff? Just because we want to. That's hmm. like what makes sense to us now. So we're going to do it. Um, hmm. I think if you stop and like question stuff too much, then uh, then it, then it, you probably didn't want to do it. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. That's people people do so much umming and ahhing out there, don't they? Yeah. About I, why, what does this mean? Does this mean anything? Is this the right choice? I don't know. Exactly. Yeah. And it's also just like, do everything at your own pace as well. Like, this this time in our lives works for the two of us, but mm. maybe other people want to, like, wait a bit longer and, mm. like, I also, don't know. no one should feel shame either way. No, for exactly. what they have or haven't achieved yeah, in yeah. their life. Yeah, completely. Um, yeah, as long as you're happy. Mm. 
I've been enjoying my 30s so much more than my 20s. Have my, you? Yeah, my 20s was just this this wasteland of stress of I'm not I should be doing this I haven't done this why have I not done this because it yeah just because failure, you feel pressure failure, for, failure but you're you're yeah. sort of like following somebody else's timeline exactly and like yeah. these deadlines aren't for me mm. I can do this stuff if and when I want to yeah and now in my 30s I'm like here's what I enjoy doing I feel comfortable I feel attractive yeah I have friends mm-hmm. I go at my own pace I do what I want this is lovely and it's that it's could great. be like a perfume ad what you just said Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> what would you call that perfume? Um, by Trumbull. It would have to be something m- by Trumbull. Meat. <laughs> <laughs> in the advert, it's just me eating a pie in front of you. Yes! Oh, yes! Shit! Meat by Trumbull. Meat. Or, 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 or maybe it's meat spelled M-E-E-T. Interesting. As if uh, would like to. Yes, would oh. like to meet. Okay, yes. Does the podcast have merch? It, it does now. It does now. Well, now I know that you have, like, contacts for merch <laughs> yes. production. Yeah. We will definitely make merch. Listeners, would you like 50 to... uses for the word love merch? Would you like to smell like meat? It's time that I monetize this meat. <laughs> you should. You should. <laughs> that I'm dishing out. I'm yeah. plating up <laughs> towers of circulant meat. <laughs> and the, 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 there, there are gaping mouths <laughs> waiting. <laughs> And they don't care yeah. about what cream it is. Their tongues are wagging. <laughs> They're making guttural noises. <laughs> you, On don't that take, note. you don't take calls from listeners, do you? Because it would just always be like... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like... It's hard to know when I should speak because it's all glottal stops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think On that note, we can wrap up the okay. essential conversation. Yes. I was, I, I'm very heartened by your story. I think it's oh. a lovely story. I'm very happy that other people can hear the story. I'm it's happy beautiful. to share it. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. You kicked the fuck it list. <laughs> yes. There we go. Yeah. Wrap that up with a boat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's such a great story. Mm. I love that. Oh, it's so great. All right. Um, we end the podcast. Yeah. By, uh, we play a little game where my guests... I leave. Yeah, uh, well, oh, is there more? Okay. Was just, okay. To give, just, just to give me the Viraha... Of, uh... <laughs> sorry. No, carry on. I love this format. Yes. I'm having a ve- no, sorry. <laughs> Never heard anyone say that. I'm having a very lovely no, time. No, no. Yeah. I love this format. <laughs> I'm invested in this in this situation. Yes, yes okay. I am. <laughs> I kind of feel like we need a long distance guest. <laughs> you can do it over Skype. Just now. go to fucking Edinburgh, will you? <laughs> Maybe David can put up with it, your bullshit. He has to. <laughs> he He's does. put a mug on it. <laughs> he put a mug on it. He's put a mug on it. He put a mug on it. Yeah. Oh. Put a mug on it, folks. Do. That's a good lesson in put life. Put a mug on it. Yeah. yeah. Put we'll a give, a, a, give an impossible object. Put a mug on life. Ah. Yeah. All right. Okay. We play a game where I ask my guests to tell me something that, uh, that no, that they don't love mm. that everybody else seems to love. Yeah. Just kind of feel slightly out of step mm-hmm. with. And then follow that up with just something that you do love and just sell it to me. Okay. And that'll be how we end the podcast. All right. Well, the thing that I don't love that lots of other people seem to, and I feel like we spoke about this in the beginning, but explicitly, karaoke. (gasps) I have no time for it. Okay. I don't appreciate being invited to parties that are based around karaoke. It's kind of like... Okay. We're good comedians 
I'm just going to throw that much. out there. Thanks very much. We're good. Yeah. And like, we got it, game. We got some game. We got some game. We got some game. We 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 allowed a few funnies. Thanks, Sam. Yeah, you were Thanks, Sam. Yeah. People who organise karaoke parties tend to be people who are either good singers or love singing. Yeah. Completely forgetting that singing in front of people mm-hmm. is is up there with like you know um, fear of sharks. Like, it's right. not an irrational fear. That's interesting. It's terrifying. So it's like, but, you're a comedian, yeah, but you so have be, a fear of public singing. Yes. But it would be like, if you and me were like, oh, guys, let's go do, like, an open mic. Like, all 12 of us, like, yeah, from the office. Yeah. Like, even you, Karen. Like, we'll <laughs> go and do an open mic, and we'll, be, and we'll love it. Yeah. Because we're we good get to at look comedy. Great. Yeah. That's and so then everyone else, And then everyone else is just kind of like, no, this is really stressful for me. And, like... I've been to parties before. Like I went to a birthday party last year, um, <laughs> bragging, where um, <laughs> uh, they it was in Chinatown um, and um, I opened the door to the room that they'd hired. I was the first one there and then saw it was a karaoke party. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. And like, I, I don't mind attending, mm. but don't pass me the mic because I will no. not sing. Okay. But obviously like, People are just like, oh, just sing one song. Just mm. sing one song. Mm. Just sing a few bars from Toto's Africa. And I'm like, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want Have to. Have you ever heard Pat Oswalt's bit about Toto's Africa? No. All right. I won't tell you where it is. Google it when I you will. get home. I will. It's so fucking funny. I'll add it to the list. Mm. Um, yeah. I ca- karaoke. Hey, no. Oh, the cat, oh, just, the cat just walked in. My housemate's cat, Sue, just walked in. This is the first time it's ever happened on the podcast. Is it really? Yeah, well, <gasps> she's, she's, she's only just got back from oh, Edinburgh. She lives okay. in Edinburgh. Hey, Sorry, but just continue with what you're saying. Well, I hate karaoke. Full stop. Okay. Shouldn't be done. If you're organi- if you organise a party where it's karaoke and you've been checked that everyone in the group likes karaoke, um, get out of the country. <laughs> Sorry, that's no, the this only- is so interesting yeah. because I'm kind of kind. I completely agree with you. Yeah, I respect you, mm-hmm. but I'm kind of the opposite end of the scale. I know you are. I'm yeah, inverse, mm-hmm. because I like singing you do i'm not good at singing but i like it but you like it and you're one of the two yeah i i secretly want to be dragged to karaoke all the time really yeah secretly if anyone's out there and they want to drag me to karaoke you have you have consent um uh <laughs> he is i mean always ask always ask <laughs> he is dtk don't, don't spread... <laughs> Hop into those DMs. Okay, let me explain this a little bit further. Just because, um, but that said, I don't enjoy it when I do go for a very specific reason. Okay. Which is, I always want to sing sad songs well. Right. Whereas at a karaoke party, people want to sing happy songs. They want to sing party songs, yeah. They want to sing, at worst, they'll go like some songs from Les Mis. Oh, yes. Some, okay. You know, musical song. Memories. Or, or, yeah. Or, yeah, or, or they'll, yeah, exactly. And they'll do it and they'll do it. They'll get drunk. They'll have a lot of fun. Yeah. And they'll sing it really badly. Mm-hmm. Whereas I'm sat at the back wanting, just wanting to sing a you really just good. Put some emotion in Simon it. Simon Garfunkel, Bob Dylan, and make it be interesting. And yeah. you could always tell which are my songs <clears throat> because they get deleted from the list. Oh, no. Yes. The number of times I've been at a karaoke party and you see the list and it's constantly. They're yeah. constantly adding stuff, changing stuff. My stuff never gets there. Oh. So I, I even considered... <laughs> what? I even considered, maybe for my birthday one year, I want to create... Uh, listeners, you can let me know if this is a good idea or not, if anyone would be game for it. <laughs> only for people who want to do it. Yeah. It wouldn't be like you. Of like Everyone has Consent to come. Consent has It'd to be, be Only if you're given. into it, yeah. come. Yeah. And it would be sadioki. Oh, okay. So we explicitly have to do sad or good 
moody songs. Depressing songs. Not depressing. They could be could be angry. Could be anything. Anything okay. other than cheesy happy. Right. Which is the norm for a karaoke party. Exactly. I'm not going to lie. You've not sold me. <laughs> um, still sticking with that is the thing that I hate that everyone loves. No, but, but it's brilliant. Like, it's brilliant. Yeah. So, so have you have, you, have, you, have people dragged you in the past and what happened? Oh, yeah. I, I have done karaoke. Um, What's your emergency song? Shoop by Salt and Pepper. Oh, of course. Because I know it. But... Also, conveniently, most karaoke systems do not have that song built in. Ah, so I never have to do it. I'd be like, oh, if only if that song were there, I would do it. Cool. But like, it's really the only song I do. Well, the last time I did karaoke, I was at uni and it was in my local gay bar. And I think it was like towards, it, I was about to leave uni and it's like a tradition like you have to sing one song in karaoke before you go. Yeah. And um, I think I sang Girlfriend by Avril Lavigne. Okay. I felt disgusting. <laughs> I felt unclean. I do not respect your lifestyle. No. <laughs> you shouldn't. This is why it on, took so long for us to get married. I was like, all on board <laughs> and then you ruined it. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know. I know. I Yeah. I just don't have... It's also like a fear of mine of singing. Okay. And so that's probably a part of it as well. But I don't think that's an uncommon fear to have. Yeah. 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 It's so interesting when like uh, people are comedians, people assume that you always just love the spotlight. And it's like, no, yes. man, it's no, scary. No, I, I like the spotlight when I want the spotlight, when I've made mm. plans to have the spotlight. Yeah. Any other time is very like... Or like improv, or like or like just anything that's off the cuff, like go and be funny. It's like, no, yeah. man. No, I don't do that. It's a very specific set of situations that yeah. allow me to be like this. Yeah. Also, there's a fee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this larynx doesn't, go, doesn't get out of bed. <laughs> For anything less. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the body has to, but the larynx. You want to party with that boy. Um, yeah. I, I, I can highly respect that. Yeah. And I will never invite you to... Thank to you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> like, I wish you a happy birthday, but I won't attend. Okay. I think my, my emergency song is either Paul Simon's You yeah. Call Me Out, mm-hmm. which I do on stage sometimes as a comedy bit, um, and uh, Disco 2000 by Pulp. Okay. Those are just edgy enough, but everyone likes them. Yeah. I would never say to somebody, don't sing on stage. Because obviously, mm. some people love to do it, and I'll, I would want to hear people sing. I bet you actually have just a like, good singing voice. No, I don't. You sure? No. No. That's why my, my go-to song is a rap. Ah, uh, okay. Are you a good rapper? I mean, just like, cut back to the, like, <laughs> the bit we'll, at the beginning. We'll splice it in. <laughs> <laughs> I've proved it. I don't need to. No, I'm not going to make you sing. Okay. I feel like that's what you think I'm going to do. I'm just constantly terrified that's always what's going to happen. That's always what's going to happen. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay. I think that is a completely great choice. Thank you. I love that. I love that. I love that. that, um... (laughs) No, I'm just thinking about it. No, I'm just imagining you singing, but not wanting to in front of all your best friends. That's... I, I feel like that might happen on like my stag do or something. What's your uh, what's gonna be your your first dance? <gasps> it's gonna be oh <laughs> it leads into what I love that maybe other people don't. Okay. The Eurovision Song Contest. Wow. Yeah. I take it very seriously. Okay. I have all of the songs for this year on my phone. Listen to them on the reg. I have opinions. I have judgments. My dream one day is that I would host the Eurovision Song Contest. But in order for that to happen, I would have to wait until 
Graham Norton, Ryland Clark and Scott Mills all had a horrible car accident and were able to make it when you... I'm waiting for one of them to die okay. so I can take their place. Is this also why you became a comedian? <laughs> yes. No, it very much is. When people ask me, like, what is it that you want to do in the future? I'll be like, be Graham Norton for the, oh, okay. Euro- for the sweet Eurovision gig and, like, to meet J-Law and all of that. Oh, and Miriam Margulies because she's oh, good course. fun. Yeah, um, Sponge. 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 <laughs> <laughs> the James and the Giant Peach. She played oh, Auntie Sponge. Of course she did. Spiker and Sponge. I just like listening to her talk about... Um, so he just randomly say Sponge. And then just, just like, you're right. <laughs> I've, got, I've got food Tourette's. It's just cream, sponge, <laughs> pie. <laughs> Sorry, continue. So, so um, I love the Eurovision Song Contest. And last year there was a song um, called Fuego. Okay. Uh, representing Cyprus was by a lady called Eleni Fureira, who I've now seen live, I think, three times. Um, and that is the song that we are going to dance to at our wedding as our first dance. It's going to be choreographed. It's not going to be like a ballroom dance or anything. It's going to be quite slutatious. And it's going <laughs> to be like me and Dave Id. I never call him Dave. I don't know why. I just thought that I would start doing that just then. I'm sorry, honey. <laughs> <That's>, yeah, <laughs> that guy sounds like a, a straight guy who can fix your VCR. Yeah. <laughs> So he's been out Dave, of work for right, a Dave. long time. He's not trying to save the Dave ain't, Dave ain't trying to save the planet. No, he's not. I think my dad still has a VCR, so he can watch old reruns of Only Combo. Fools and Horses. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're gonna dance to that, and she had like this routine that we know the moves to now. We can oh, drop really? it in the club if we had to. Really, um, and we're gonna do that. But we're going to have like our respective like uh, wedding parties with sort of like flash mob it. So like it will nice. be like my, it will be like a street battle kind of like it will oh. be my side, then his side. And then we'll come together at the end. Oh, It'll be lovely. That's so cool. And um, if we, in our like wildest dreams, she would be there singing the song live yeah. and doing the dance with us. Okay. Um, uh, but like, Who is this? Who is this one of the Eurovision song? She came people? second last year. She came Cyprus. second last year. Yeah. Um, so the winner... So to you, she's a superstar, but to everyone else, she's just oh, yeah. like... She, no, uh, legitimately... She's going to disappear completely well, into the ether. Well, I guess so. She's very big in Spain. Okay. We'll give her Europe. Um, we love it. She comes to like, do gigs uh, in London every now and again, so we go and see her whenever we can. You can get her. You'll get her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we'll get so. her, man. It'll either be her or Nadine Coyle, okay. who has not been at Eurovision, but I feel like she should be. Mm. Um, I just like the way she says flower. How does she say it? Flyer. <laughs> Because she's from Derry. But even people from Derry go like, we don't understand why she sounds like that. <laughs> if you want to treat in what, yourself... In, in what context does she say that word? Um, she has Tourette's. No, um, she, um, <laughs> she's got... People have often made fun of the way she talks. And she um, she did an interview on Good Morning... <laughs> this is how it started. She did an interview on Good Morning Britain where she was talking about having carbon monoxide poisoning. And that resulted in her not being able to say the word table. So... <laughs> And she kept going like she kept she kept. We need saying, to build awareness of this. Yeah, she kept going stuff like I was saying to me, Ma, like, what's that in the middle of the room? I I don't know what that is. It was table, but I can remember the word for table. And then there's another clip of her on Saturday, one of those cooking shows that they have in the morning on the weekend, and um, she was like mixing stuff, and she just had to say the word flour, but it came out flour with like four <laughs> extra vowels in it, and wow. then it like went viral around the internet of how she says it. Somebody did like a dubstep remix of her saying flower <laughs> i made a remix of her saying flower and mixed it in with little mix's power 
It's quite the jam. It's a bop. <laughs> um, so I would love her to do it. She actually has some like good songs, but you'd never know because um, like they're not well promoted. <laughs> I'd like. I want to believe that that weird uh, idiolect that that uh, yes that translates to her singing. It doesn't, I think. She has more an American twang when she sings, I think, oh, as most singers tend to end up with. Actually, you're absolutely right, because there's a really fucking great uh, singer-songwriter in Australia called Megan Washington. Yeah. And she did a TED Talk about how she has a stutter. Oh, and I okay. And growing up. But it goes away when she sings. When she sings, she sings. You had a stutter angel. as well. Oh, I still do. And this podcast, it gets, yeah, it's even worse. Really? Yeah, really bad. Oh, wow. I was one of those kids who was like... I, I didn't think before I spoke, so everything was like, uh, the, 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 the. I was just too excitable, too right. thinking all the time, mm-hmm. speaking all the time. And I think comedy helps as well, kind of get rid of it. Having a performance stuff. element to it, yeah. Yeah, it's so interesting. Yeah. I know that's so interesting how you can be, again, it's that whole thing you were talking about, like not liking public speaking. Yeah. But you're a comedian. Like, it's such a ugly against it's the It's a grain. weird thing, isn't it? Like, in the right context, no, I'm completely fine with it. Okay. But in any other it, when I'm at work in my day job um, I if I have to give a presentation I'm more nervous doing that than I would be mm. to like uh, a big crowd of people waiting for me to be funny do you throw in a joke? Into it depends if I can yeah mm-hmm. um, yeah because I find that puts me at ease okay. I think like I get nervous if I'm nervous at a gig as soon it's like as soon as you've done the first yeah. as yeah. soon as you've got the first laugh then you're fine yeah um, and you can like take a step and breathe. So I try to do the same thing in presentation, but they but they freak me a lot more out than than any stand up gig ever has. Holy fuck! Yeah. Okay. Ah. So Eurovision. This is is this your favorite song, the one that you're doing for your wedding, or do you have like a top? What's it's your, mine. Give me top and, five. Oh, mine and David's favorite. Okay. Um, what are some other good ones? Conchita Versed, Rise Like a Phoenix. That's a great one. Okay. Um, uh, oh, I'll give you one from this year. I really like Malta's song. It's called Chameleon. Okay. Um, uh, that's a very good one. It's a bop. Um, do you know Malta has their own version of The X Factor? No. That's how they found the person doing the song this the year. The Maltese. Yeah. The Maltese Factor. Uh-huh. Stuff, it's exactly what it is. The stuff that dreams are made of. Uh, <laughs> um... <laughs> Oh, two more. Um, oh, oh, uh, um, Helena Paparizou. Okay. M- my number one. It's one of those ones like you'd listen to it and be like, oh, I know this song. Oh, I didn't realise it came from Eurovision. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, oh, let's go for a Are throwback. Are songs that are so good that they transcend? Um, Waterloo, ABBA. Wow. That was a Eurovision song? Yeah, they won for Sweden. Holy fuck. Yeah. Um, Celine Dion won the Eurovision Song Contest as well. Yes, I think I remember this. Yes, for Switzerland. Okay. Yeah, they're we not, all know they're this. not from those no, places. They aren't. She's uh, she's uh, she's French Canadian. I plant this flag. Yeah, for Spain. <laughs> Thank you. Um. Uh. Oh. Oh. What's a good Spanish one? Um. Oh, this is a good Eurovision song, but it wasn't actually in the contest. Mm. It was one of the songs that Spain could have sent, but then sent something else. Like when Radiohead did that James Bond theme that was better than the one that. And actually, they, yes, yeah. it's exactly like that because you know, like we have a national selection, and you choose oh, the song oh, to go. Yeah. Um. So Spain had a song last year called Lo Malo. Mm. Which is really good. It's like a summer bop. It's a female empowerment song. Yeah. It's very good. They should have sent that one. They've done a lot better. They sent like a car crash of like two young people in, in love. A car. <laughs> two, two people in a car. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Two they just crash people. the car on stage. 
And in Spain, that does qualify as music. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Have you ever been to the running of the bulls? That's like a fucking... <laughs> yeah, they that's just record inter- the... That's entertainment. Ah, the sound of hooves. Um, <laughs> Being yeah. mortal danger. <laughs> Um, yeah, they don't. Well, Spain tends to go for Spain always sings in Spanish, and they tend to go for. Um, there's a particular way of of, of Spanish singing mm. where there's a lot of passion in it, but yeah. not a lot of like notes in the right places. <laughs> um, but passion, oh, so yeah. much passion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah. So um, yeah, so Eurovision. You said you were going to do a, a deep cuts, a a throwback. Oh, a throwback. You're going to give us a throwback. I was going to give you a throwback. Oh, how far can I go? Oh, oh, um, oh, uh, in 2003, Mm -hmm. um, uh, there was, uh, Turkey, who now don't compete in Eurovision anymore, um, but they won it with a song called Every Way That I Can. Every Way That I Can. It was very good. And you can find most of this on Spotify. Or like any it's, it's depressing to me platform. that 2003 is now a throwback. It, it was 16 years ago. Oh, fuck me. <gasps> yeah. Oh god. It's one of the first Eurovisions that I remember watching all the way through. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It sounds like the way I treated the Oscars when I was a kid. Do you like watching the yeah, Oscars? Yeah, I would just stay up all night and watch all of it. No, I would never do it now. But but that's so beautiful. You've got that, that's that's your thing that you're. That's such oh, a yeah. great passion. I have a it. It's a year-round thing for me. Do you, do you prepare for it? You plan oh, yes. for it. David and I have special bunting to put up when um <laughs> when go, it's time to invite people around to watch season. it. It's season. It's begun. Like the hot cross buns come out, and you get ready for the <laughs> literally from the moment you know the first country's announcing its song. That's Eurovision season. Okay. Well, actually, Eurovision season starts just after the contest, and then it's down to the the winning country to plan it all out. So you find out where it's going to be hosted and the venue oh. and like all of that stuff and what the stage okay. is going to look like and then country start announcing all the right. songs. Let's make this happen. Okay. Sam Lake, for yep. Eurovision host. Yeah. 2025. Okay. It's happening. I think that's a good target. Let's put it out there. Yeah. Let's let's like we we like the secret. Yeah. We're going to take it. We're going to we're going to actualize. I'm putting it out into the world. We're putting it out into the ether. Yeah. We said it. It has to happen. It does. And we've come full circle to further reading. Um, <laughs> uh, it's been a great chat. I've, I've, I've such good time talking yes. to you, man. No, thank you for having me. I look forward to gigging with you again and chatting to you more and not singing. <laughs> or I'll sing so you don't have to. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll allow you to do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. You, thank you for listening to uh, 50 Uses for the Word Love. Uh, my guest today was Sam Lake and the word was Viraha. Say goodbye to the people, Sam. Bye, people. Sign off as you would Eurovision. Oh, oh I'd have to put on an accent. Why? Because it's always in like a fun European accent that is English, but not really. Cornish is kind of an accent. Do you have, do you ever go? I don't have a Cornish accent. But, but, but that way, that would still work with what you're saying. You need to do. Well, I suppose. But you a run West home to you don't and hear do a the... West Country accent on a, a global stage that often. Yet, we've had a nice time <laughs> with all of the countries. <laughs> okay, stop! 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 <laughs> right, but do it in any way that you would like. Do a European accent. That was the European accent. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Um, oh, we need some drama. We need to reveal something, though. Okay. Like, we're di- like it's crunch mm. time. It's either it's either Cyprus or Israel winning, and we're about to Palestine. find out who. <laughs> <laughs> no, Israel-Palestine, <laughs> draw. Yeah. Oh, my God. What a night. Uh, I think we can all say, uh, you know, we witnessed something special here today. 
Um, thank you for joining us. Of course, we'd like to thank the head of the EBU, John Sand. That's actually true. Look him up on Twitter. Um, uh, thank you uh, to uh, PricewaterhouseCooper for uh, counting the votes. Um, thank you to My Heritage for sponsoring uh, the contest. Uh, thank you to my uh, co-hosts, of which there were none. I'm a one-woman show. Um, <laughs> and uh, to everyone at Europe, uh, thank you and good night and see you next year. I'm Stephen Trumbull. <laughs> and I love you. Oh. <gasps>